0: And what you're going to notice about chapter 3 as we go into the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you won't find Daniel. And there's a great mystery in the Bible. Where was Daniel when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through what they went through? Nobody knows. We don't know if Daniel was out on some mission for Nebuchadnezzar or Daniel was standing behind Nebuchadnezzar and couldn't say anything. We don't know where where Daniel was. So we're going to call Daniel missing in action. He's missing in action. Verse 1, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar king made an image of gold. Nebuchadnezzar is a great antichrist A type of the antichrist in your Bible The antichrist is going to do exactly what Nebuchadnezzar does here That's what the antichrist is going to do in Revelation 13 He's going to make this great image And he's going to want everybody to bow down to him. He's going to want everybody to worship this great image that he's made That's Revelation 13 All this stuff you're going to read about here in chapter 3 It's what's going to take place today guys And in the future with the antichrist And it's ha- it took place just a couple years back all this stuff's gonna take place. Whose height was three score cubits, which is sixty, and the breadth thereof, six cubits. So there's sixty and six, getting real close to six, six, six. Notice that kind of stuff. Woo. And he's called all his all the people together in verse two. And in verse three it says, Then the princes, the governors and captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together into the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up, and they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald cried aloud to you, It is commanded, O people, nations, and languages. That at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, harp, sackbutts, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the golden image and Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And whoso falleth not down and worship shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Guys, when your spiritual leader is missing, be it your pastor, be it whoever it is in your life that's a spiritual leader, When they're missing in action like Daniel is with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What are you going to do when all your your community leaders, all your religious leaders, all of your family and friends are following a false god? What are you going to do? That's exactly what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are dealing with. All the rulers of the provinces. when When our leaders fall for what they're falling for, we as a country are doomed. The reason we're in the state we're in today is because our leaders let this country get in the state we're in today. I've heard preachers say, God gives us the president that we deserve. And when I first saw some of these presidents come in and you can just name them off the top of your head, I thought, well, I don't know if that's necessarily true. As I said here in 2015, he knew exactly what he was preaching when he preached that. God gives us the leaders we deserve. He gives us the president we deserve. It don't scare me that Obama's in office. There's a million Obamas around here. Yeah. What scares me is there's 200 million of them that voted him in. Yeah. I know what surprising me is people like Obama. Who are these people that are voting this guy in though? There's that many other people think like him? Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, we're the minority. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all their leaders, the princes, all these guys are falling for this stuff. What are you going to do? When all your leaders, all the government turns against the Lord, what will you do? When your spiritual leaders are missing in action, and it's just you, what are you going to do? I'm going to tell you right now, these three, being only three, they stand. They stand. They stand. And I'm going to say something about that. So many times we're so afraid, and we're like, well, if I make a stand, I'm going to be standing alone. You're never standing alone, guys. There was two others that stood with one. Who knows who stood up? Was it Shadrach? Was it Meshach? Was it Abednego? Who stood up first? Nobody knows. But it took one of them and two others stood up with them. Daniel's gone. Daniel's missing. Daniel can't be found. But if you don't have the guts to stand up. I've been in crowds when somebody, said, when somebody stood up and it's made other people stand up with them. It usually just takes one person having the guts to stand up and say, No, no, I'm not going to do that. And others will start standing up. You need to be the one to stand up first. <laughs> You need to be the one to stand up first. Being only three, they stand. Being only three, they stand. Verse 6. And it says in verse 6, And whoso falleth not down, and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast in the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Nebuchadnezzar created this religion he wants to create, of worship in this image. And he says, if you don't fall down, when, this, when you hear all this music come playing, and you hear all this music start playing, he goes, if you don't fall down and worship, I'm going to kill you. That's exactly how man's religion works. How do you say that, brother? I don't know a lot of religions where they're going to kill you for... No, see, what happens is, is they want you to work. And if you don't do some kind of work, then you're not part of that religion. See, man's religion is work, 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 fall down, fall down. When you hear the music, fall down and worship. And, the, and every other religion in the world is all a works religion. It's all a do religion. You've got to do, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. We have a religion of done. We have a Savior that's done it. We, have it. we serve a religion. We serve a Savior that's already done it for us. We're not working on a do, do, do. We're already, we're already have, it's already been done for us. Man-made religion is confusing. What if I can't hear the music being played? What if you're deaf and you can't hear the music being played? What are you supposed to do? What if you don't hear the music being played and everybody's falling down and you're having to be looking over here? That's what happened to me. I'd be looking the other direction. The music's played. I don't hear it. Everybody's falling down. I don't realize it. They look at me. I'm the one standing off with his head into the burning, fiery furnace. That's man's religion. It's very confusing. But God's religion is all about faith. Very, very simple. It don't matter how educated you are, you can believe in Jesus Christ. It don't matter how educated you're not, you can believe in Jesus Christ. It don't matter how young you are, no matter how old you are, you can have a faith in Jesus Christ that will bring you to a saving knowledge. All, all, all can believe. got a question for you. What will you do when it's worship my God or die? You know what scares me about this sermon is I got this sermon together and the Lord's laying on my heart and I was reading through this. I was thinking, you know, I've preached this two or three different times over the years and I hear it at Harmony and it's, it's amazing how this sermon has changed. It used to be about Shadrach and Meshach being thrown in a fiery furnace and how great a miracle it is. And now it's, now as I get these sermons together, the Lord lays it on my heart. That's going to be you. It's coming. Amen. It's coming. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? When it's worship my God or die. Well, I can tell you what Shadrach and Meshach are going to do. Being only three, they stand. Amen. They stand. They stand. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sack, the psalter, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the gold image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. So they all fall down, they all start worshipping it, but there's three of them that don't. It says all, but all doesn't include the three Jews. These kids are amazing. These aren't grown-ups. These kids are probably, they're probably in their early 20s, mid-20s. And though all their religious leaders, all the people they love, all the people that are leading them, all the rulers are all falling down, following this false religion, they say, I'm not falling down, and they stand. You know what the truth is, guys? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. You've got to stand for something. You've got to make a stand for Jesus Christ. You need to make a stand for Jesus Christ. And there's going to come a time in your life, in your life, that you're going to have to make a stand for Jesus Christ. You might have to make a, make a stand at work. You might have to make a stand around your family. And guys, I hope it don't ever happen. You might have to make a stand in your community. When the whole community is out there and they're, and they're turned against God, and you've got to make a stand. But whatever you do, Stand. Amen. Stand. Stand wherefore at that time certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews they've been watching what's going on Girl, guys you got to remember you got to keep in mind that the world is watching you the world's watching you the world's watching everything you do they're watching every way you talk, they're watching the way you act they're watching the way you conduct yourself you're Christianity to them you're Jesus Christ to them and even though we get to know Jesus Christ personally and we try to have a personal relationship to, to Jesus Christ through the word of God and through grace that he gives us and through prayer they don't know Him that way. And everybody's falling down and worshiping and bowing down. These three Jews, they stand. Amen. They don't yell. They don't start making a scene. They just start chanting. They don't say, no justice, no peace. They don't say, give me my religious liberties. All they literally do is just say nothing and stand. Amen. We're just going to stand here. You know what amazes me? Because I talk to a lot of guys, and some of these guys are at work, and they'll talk about Well, if the government comes in, I'm going to take my guns and I'm going to live up in the mountains and I'm going to live in a cave and then I'll run and I'll be here. And, you know, they're survivalists. You know, I'll get my guns and they're survivalists. And they're living out here in the woods and they're going to do this and do that and the government can't get me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, I hadn't said it yet because I don't want anybody to hate my guts that much at work. But I think to myself, what a bunch of cowards that we live in, the country we live in. The reason why I say that is not that they're cowards because they're trying to run it. Listen, they're cowards because there was a time when a man named Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. Not give me liberty or I'll go live like an animal up in the woods. They said, no, give me liberty right here or give me death. I'm not going to go live like an animal. I'm not going to go live in a cave like some old dog. You give it to me right here or you kill me and I'll die for it. We got this, I'm going to run off and do this and do that. And why don't you stand? Amen. <laughs> why don't you just take a stand? You never read in Ephesians? We're, we're supposed to put on the whole armor of God. Amen. You know what Paul says over and over again? It says, above all else, stand. Amen. Stand. Stand. Don't back up. You don't have to push forward. Just, you're in your spot. You know what you believe. You know the truth. Now stand. Amen. Just stand. You don't have to yell at them. You don't have to call them names. You don't, Just stand. Amen. Just stand. No, no, Stand. Above all else, stand. When the first martyr, Stephen, was being killed. Just stoned to death. You know what Stephen said? He said, I looked up in heaven. And Stephen says, I see Jesus Christ. And what's Jesus Christ doing? Standing on the right hand of God. Just make a stand. Just stand. Being only three, they stand. Verse 9, they spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, has made a decree that every man, every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. Whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So they're ratting him out they're a bunch of rats nebuchadnezzar didn't see it happen nebuchadnezzar didn't see him not bound down they go hey you know what they're just ratting him out. they're ratting out this shadrach meshach and abednego but i want to point out to you that's not their real names that's the that's the god's names that the, that the babylonians gave them the real names are hananiah Meshiach, and azariah we know them as shadrach meshach they gave them, they gave them different names now guys listen to me It doesn't matter what they call you. They might call you a Bible thumper. They might call you a homophobe. They might call you a hate monger. The truth is the truth. That doesn't change you. And let them call you names. It don't change you. It don't change who you are or what you are. The truth above all else. It doesn't change the truth. They can try to lily it up. They try to perfume it up. They try to make this lie look really, really good. But it's still a lie. And the truth is still the truth. And no matter what, they, what kind of names they're going to call you, it's still the truth. Verse 13, Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. So, of course, Nebuchadnezzar hears this. He gets really, really angry. You know what? When you have a religion that's not truthful, it causes anger to boil out in you. When you confront people about their religious beliefs that are based on emotions and feelings, they get angry and violent. We call them Muslims. Somebody makes fun of Christ, that bothers you, but it doesn't make you want to blow somebody up, does it? Rage and fury. What, that sounds just like a, like a modern-day Muslim. I don't think you should be talking about other people's religion like that. Well, if you'd stop blowing everybody up, I wouldn't be talking about you. <laughs> I'm afraid to tell you my address, you'd probably come blow the church up. You, know? you believe that, Kegan? Yeah, I, I believe that. I believe Muslims would come in and blow the church up verse 14 Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them is it true O Shadrach Meshach and Abednego do not ye serve my gods nor worship the golden image which I have set up got another question for you this is the third question when when your spiritual leader like Daniel is missing in your life what will you do when you are arrested and brought before a judge for what you believe what are you going to do when your pastor's thrown in jail or your spiritual leader's thrown in jail already, what are you going to do when you're brought before a judge and arrested for your faith? What are you going to do? Are you going to just deny the faith? And Peter did that. I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know him. Then the cock crew and Jesus looked at him and he went away and wept bitterly. There was a time where Peter said, Lord, I'll kill for you. And then he denied the Lord. And don't be so foolish to think, I would never deny the Lord. You know what's amazing to me is how little kids won't deny the Lord. And grown men are coward, chicken lily, yellow bellied. Columbine massacre, those two uh, teenage boys, demon possessed, came in there with those guns, were shooting, killing people, and asked that young girl, Are you a Christian? Are you saved? She said yes, and boom, blew her head off right there. Guys, there's coming a time in this country it's going to happen. And I'm afraid we're the generation that's going to see it. And it worries me. I'm studying my Bible and I see this stuff, I think this is America. They have a man dressed like a woman with makeup on, deciding to call himself Caitlin and that's leading news for a week. The world says you're wicked for that, believing in that, and you're you're a homophobe and you're a hate monger, and we should all just get along. Do you read about the you know y'all heard of the first, when Oregon had passed that law and we had they had the bakers that wouldn't bake the cake for the gay couple? You know they're still, they're still being persecuted for that? They're still, by the, by the state, they're still going to court over that. Guys, it's coming. Amen. And when your kids go to school, that's what they're being taught. They're being taught the homo- there's nothing wrong with homosexuality. There is no God. You come from a monkey. You're nothing more than a monkey. You come from animals. There is no hope. There's no no supernatural thing to anything. There's no spiritualness to anything. You live. You die. It don't matter who you are or what you are. There's nothing to live for. It don't matter. Just do what you want to do. Do what you want to please. Just live it up. That's what they're being taught. That's how they're being raised. Now you know why our kids act the way they do. There's teachers that stand up. You know they say, you know the ACLU, and you not, you cannot pray it, you cannot pray it at, at a function, at a school function. You can't do any of this. When we had the graduate Keegan's graduation, the uh, superintendent stood up and he said it turned into a Christian rally there at the graduation. You remember what he said? He said we should have the courage to stand up for God. <laughs> and I was like, man, I almost stood up and said, Amen, brother. <laughs> have the courage to stand up for God. You know? Yeah, yeah. Praying in the name of Jesus Christ in their prayers, talking about Jesus Christ in their in their speeches, the speech at early, the uh, Abe Cooper, he 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 mentioned Scripture, he mentioned Jesus Christ, he mentioned the Lord. Hey, if they don't like it, tough. Amen. But they're gonna come in and they're gonna to try to change us. We need to make a stand. Amen. But what are you gonna do though when you're arrested and you're brought before the judge for what your faith is? I can tell you what these three guys are gonna do. Being only three. They stand. They're going to stand. Verse 15. Now, this is Nebuchadnezzar. Now, if you be ready, to, at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, sackbut, psalter, and dustman, all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I made. Well, well, that's well. But if you worship not, you shall be cast the same iron to the midst of, the burning, of a burning, fiery furnace. Isn't that the way the world works? Nebuchadnezzar tells them, hey, if you go ahead, when, that's, they sound, when the orchestra plays... If you'll hit your knees, everything's going to be okay. But if you don't, we're going to kill you. (laughs) That's the way the world's religion works. Everything's okay if you go along with what we believe. But if you don't believe what we believe, and we want you to be tolerant, we believe in tolerance, we're just going to kill you, that's all. You know you live in a country that rounded up all the Japanese and threw them in in concentration camps during World War II, right? Right. Y'all know that, right? They forget to teach you that sometimes in history class. That's the country you live in. Knowing that, think about the people who run this country now. Because you see the leaders up there, you know that they'll do whatever they can do to do what they want to do. And they hate God. I don't trust anybody that hates God. I don't trust anybody don't fear God. You shouldn't trust them either. And I'm here to tell you, you're a fool if you trust somebody that don't believe in God. You're a big fool. Don't trust them. Don't trust anybody that don't believe in God. Don't trust them as far as you can throw them. They have nobody, they have nobody to answer to. Yeah. You know why I don't do some of the things I don't do? Not because I love you or because there's some kind of great friendship I have with you. The reason why I don't do more of that I don't do is because I fear God. I have a fear of what He'll do to me. See, I'm so stupid. I fear that if I do what I want to do sometimes that God literally will pow, slap me in the heart I'll ah and die. But you're living in a country where people don't even fear God. They don't care what God. God... here's their list of important people. And it starts up here with themselves. And halfway through the list is Brad Pitt and LeBron James and all these other stars. And at the very bottom of this list, God. And I'm here to tell you, it's a God that they made up in their own mind. It's not even your God. It's a God that's a transvestite. That believes transvestites and homosexuals are okay. And we should all just get along. And God would never do anything condemn anybody. And there's no hell. And there's no punishment. And there's no eternal lasting punishment. That's the God they believe in. And even on, with a God like that. They still put him at the bottom of their list. Those people scare me. That's the country you're living in. God bless America. For what? What should God bless America for? This has turned into a kind of a political rally. I don't mean it to be but this country scares me because I know Nebuchadnezzar is Obama I know that in my heart it breaks my heart but I know it I know that Nebuchadnezzar is Obama and I know we're about to face persecution like we've never faced before and I don't think we're ready for it we got brothers and sisters in Christ getting their heads cut off and they're showing a transvestite on the news that Christians being persecuted and raped and murdered and They're showing a transvestite on the news, and I know in my heart that is Obama. It's coming, Amen. and I worry for y'all. I really do. I worry about you. I don't want y'all playing around. I don't want this to be a game to you. I don't want you to make a stand if you're not ready to die, because there's going to come a time, and I believe in my heart that we're going to make a stand, and there's going to be some people in here going to die. Are you ready? verse 15. Now if you be ready that at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psalter, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I made well. But if you worship not, you should be cast the same iron to the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? (laughs) That was stupid. That is the stupidest thing you could have ever have said. Unless just happens to be the same God that parted the Red Sea, Nebuchadnezzar. Verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, if it's the Lord's will, if it's God's will, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. Amen. Amen. He said if it's God's will and he wants to deliver us, he will deliver us out of your hand. Amen. Amen. They're making a stand. But look at verse 18. But if not, God doesn't deliver us. Be it known unto thee, O King, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. If it's God's will, He don't want us to die. He'll deliver us. Amen. He will deliver us. Yes, but if not, but if not, we're still not going to serve. We're still going to stand. Your day's coming. Yes, but if not, I wish I could tell you that when your day comes, that God's going to spare you. I really do. I wish I could say, you're not going to die. God's going to be there. He'll be there with you. But what makes these Shadrach, Meshach, and ben such an amazing trio is, as they said, God can do it, but if He don't do it, I'm still not serving you. I'm serving God. Real faith is not believing in God can do miracles. We believe God can do miracles. Amen. God can do miracles. What real faith is, is still believing in God when He doesn't do the miracle. He doesn't always do the miracle. Verse 19 Then it was Nebuchadnezzar, full of fury, in the form of his visits, was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that they were in the army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen and their hats, and their other garments and were cast in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace is seating hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It was so hot when they got that, that thing so hot that when they were thrown in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the men that's thrown them in just perished. The heat got to them and killed them. Amen. That's hot. Verse 23. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the midst of the burning, fiery Amen. furnace. Amen. Got a question for you. What will you do when God allows you to be thrown into the furnace? What will you do? You still going to be a faithful believer in Jesus Christ? Yes. You willing to pick up your cross and follow Him? Amen. Or is this just a game to you? Is this just something your mom and dad do, your grandmother, grandma do it does, or something the preacher does, and you're just part of it? It's kind of a social gathering, and you never have really had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, if you love somebody enough for them, you'll die for them. I love my wife enough to die for her and my kids. Yeah, i die for them. I believe that in my heart. Now, would you do it? I think I would. I really believe that. And maybe I'm foolish enough to say this. I believe I would die for Jesus Christ. That might be a foolish thing for me to say, but I believe it. Why? Because I love him so much. I love him. Verse 24. The Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished. That's the same. We say astonished. Turned to stone. Just stop. Just stare and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they, ans- then ans- they answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, uh, I see four men loose. Walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is the lock the son of God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Here these three men going. and they said, You know what? We're not serving you no matter what you do to us. And they throw them in the fire and as they go into the fire, who's in the fire with them? None other than the Son of God. Amen. You know Him as Jesus Christ. Amen. Notice how they have liberty even in the fire; they were loose. With Jesus Christ, even in the fire, you've got liberty, friends, brothers and sisters. You got liberty in Jesus Christ. And just like this, sister, I can read to you account account of these people are being strangled, these people are being burned at the stake and right, Every one of them, you read them, it says that they looked up into heaven and they had a smile on their face. or so they closed their eyes and it's like they were going to sleep. Amen. Jesus Christ was with them. And they were taking their last breath. He says, I see four of them. You know what's about that fourth one? He's special. He has the fourth one as the form like the Son of God. That's Jesus Christ pre-incarnate. Walking with them. Verse 26. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth in the midst of the fire. They didn't want to come out. They were in the fire they are walking on. Do do, it with the Lord. You know, it's pretty nice in here, Lord. You know, it's not too bad in here. How you been doing? I mean, this is really neat in here. And I'll hey, come out of there. (laughs) They're going to be called out. When you start going through your fiery furnace with the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not going to want to be in anywhere else but right where you're at. And the princes, governors, captains, and kings, counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power nor was a hair of their head singed, neither was their coats changed, nor the smell of fire passed on. They didn't even smell like smoke. That's a miracle in itself right there. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree that every people, nation, language who speak anything against amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sword. In closing, I want to say there's no other God that can deliver after my God. There's no other God that can deliver you from your sins. There's no other God that can cleanse you from your sins. There's no other God that can deliver after this sword. But you know how you got to get the favor of this God? You know how you, you had to get into this God? It's found back up in verse 28 in the middle of the verse. And delivered His servants that trusted in Him. you got to put your trust in Him. This is Keegan Hall, the pastor of Indian Gap Baptist Church. We're just trying to glorify and lift up the name of Jesus Christ in every way we can, and we hope we were a blessing to you. Now, if you're listening you're not saved, we want you to be saved. That's our deepest prayer. We're doing all this so people can get the gospel message of the good news of Jesus Christ. And the good news is that He died for your sin. And if you're willing to admit you're a sinner and that you need a Savior, if you go to Jesus Christ in prayer and ask Jesus Christ to save you, He'll come in and save you. Now, honestly, I can tell you, when I've done that, Jesus Christ, Was the best thing ever happened to me. And if you'd like to contact us, you can contact us through the web at indiangapbaptist.com. It has all our information how to get to our church. That's indiangapbaptist.com. Until next time, God bless.